Hey, it's Alan Tudyk. I just wanted to reach out and welcome you along with the Duke of Wesselton, who would like to say, welcome to Magic Alway, I suppose, with Kevin and Danny, Eli, and now with Rachel. Not a big welcomer, but okay, welcome. And then also, K2SO. And there's a fresh one if you mouth off again. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante, Sana, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Army Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libations. Feel it, feel it. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicArmy.com is where you can find us. On this episode, we chat with a long time a weekend about his firsthand experience with the Journey of Water attraction at Epcot in Walt Disney World. Mm. Plus, Rachel presents some news to take note of for your next Disney vacation. And look, this isn't your typical polished practice pixie dust and Disney podcast. Nuh-uh. We're not in the parks every day letting you know when the new jumbo-sized reusable shopping bags become available at Walt Disney World. That's right, Kev. We're just here to drink, talk some Disney, and get into a little hot water with Moana. That's right. You guys have the easy part. All you have to do is listen up while we think up while we drink up. My name is Kevin. And I'm Dana. I'm Eli. And Rachel will join us in just a little bit, along with our longtime weekend, Eric G. Heat, big sweats. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Great. Glad to hear him. Yeah. So I'm very excited to talk about Journey of Water, man. So just like Bruce Lee said, be like water. Enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go flow. Let the water hit the flow. Whoa. Let the water hit the flow. <laughs> Here we are on the hub, the main topic segment of the show. And if you remember from last week, I mentioned that I ran into a long time a week in Eric G. And uh, he happened to have a chance to go see the Journey of Water, unlike me. I didn't get a chance to do that. That's how I found out he was there. He sent out a message to our weekend group, messenger, whatever they call Mm -hmm. it. And he said, yeah, he happened to get like a, a, what was it, like a virtual queue for journey of water moana which was soft opening that day and that's nice. how discovery was there and that's how we met up so you listen to that previous show you can hear all the story of how that went down but mm-hmm. wanted to bring him on this week to chat about journey of water which just opened i believe it'll officially be tomorrow or we're recording this tomorrow, on the 15th yes. it'll be the 16th october and so if you're listening to this on our thursday release you will uh, hopefully have a ch- had a chance to see it, or we'll be ha- planning a trip with Rachel to go see it as well. So, yes. want to welcome to the show Eric G. Heat big sweats, long time a weekend on the show. Fantasy football winner from I forgot what year that was. Maybe a couple years ago, or was it like two yeah, years man. ago? Two years ago, yes. Oh man, so it's not just Eric G. It's Eric G. Money. Yes, G money. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Hi. It's it's interesting to finally be on the show for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually you join us in the social things where it's like, you know, over the lockdown or in the fantasy football drafts. And, you know, I got to meet you in person. And now we get you on the show for the first time. So but we want to hear about your firsthand account of Journey of Water. And, and so just to start, you landed a virtual queue. But how did that happen out of curiosity? I'm not totally certain because we were in line for Remy. And all of a sudden, my wife goes, hey, I got a virtual queue for Moana, Journey of Water. I was like, oh, uh, okay, that's cool. Is that even open? How? <laughs> um, I guess they had they were opening it up for a soft opening that morning, and they just kind of opened it. And I don't think they told it. I, they must have announced it because then like 10 minutes later, we heard other people online like, oh, we got part of the virtual queue for Moana. And it was it's like, oh, I, I, I don't know. That's how it came about. I was like, oh, cool. All right, sweet. I think it was like a two o'clock, like one thirty, two o'clock return time for it. Cause I mean, it went pretty fast. Right. Because it's just a walkthrough. There's not like you have to wait for rides to load or, mm-hmm. you know, any of that jazz. So, okay. Cool. So your wife just happened to be on the thing at the opportune time. You landed a virtual queue and you got a yeah, chance to experience it. 
she must have been looking at her phone yeah. and something dinged and it, and it caught her attention and she went ahead and did it. So I didn't ask beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, I didn't think to ask about that either. So no, no, no. I think that's great. That's, that's a great surprise for your day for sure. Yeah. Well, cause that was, uh, yeah. So we had, we got the virtual queue for Remy and the virtual queue for, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy that day. So that was good. So three we had them both nice. at the same time, actually. Man, so, you were doing good that day. <laughs> apparently yeah nobody got covid this time too so that's good too <laughs> better. <laughs> better so of course uh, as as eric mentioned this is a walkthrough attraction and so before we get into the details i'm just kind of get your overall opinion of what you feel how you feel about that particular attraction so what, what do you think of that thing man i think it's beautiful hmm. the the music is uh i was trying to when we were going through the lines i was trying to listen to the music because I like the Disney atmospheric music they run in a lot of places. Yeah. And I didn't recognize any of it. And then the, uh, the one song from Moana where uh, it's like the flashback scene and they're away, away. Oh, we know the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like oh, the yeah, yeah. travelers or whatever, when, when they're singing in whatever Polynesian language they're mm-hmm. singing in at, at one point, And then it, it, it cuts into the, all like the, the ghosts basically on the boats sailing around. Yeah. But I did hear that playing at one point so i'm assuming most of the music in the area was probably moana related Mm -hmm. but i can't confirm because i don't know the music from that movie well enough but it's man it is a very pretty um it's pleasing to be in it Mm. in in that area it's it's like you get in there and the atmosphere feels good it's not it's not taking you out of i mean it feels like it belongs in epcot to an extent. That's cool. Wow. At least with the traditional idea of what Epcot is supposed to be. The edutainment um, piece you're talking about, right? Yes. The edutainment, which I know a lot of people like to complain about. Oh, Epcot's not Epcot anymore. It's like, well, no kidding. It's a 40-year-old park. It's not the same as it was. <laughs> I've mean, been in Epcot for a long, long, long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing to hear you say that because I've seen pictures in, in a couple of videos and I'm like, wow, that looks like I'm sitting smack dab in the middle of the animal kingdom. And then every once in a while, the camera will switch over and like, oh, there's the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's we're not the wife and I are not big animal kingdom fans because sorry, people, it's a zoo. Ouch. It's not the zoo. Rachel just signed <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> but Kirk is in your camp. People have their opinion. I don't hate the park. It's just, if I want to go to a zoo, we've got the National Zoo in D.C. There's one in Baltimore. I I grew up going to the San Diego Zoo. Which are all great I, zoos. Yeah. By the way. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. Zoos. They're just not, it's just, I'm going to go to Disney. I want to do rides. I want to do all this other stuff. I don't necessarily care about going to see an aardvark in a well themed enclosure a beautiful enclosure but we barely go to animal kingdom because of that Hmm. Um, so yeah you're right now thinking about it yeah maybe it would fit better in animal kingdom but because it's right next to the land and the living seas to me it just it felt fine and right being where it was because it's the same thing is all you gotta do is look up and look around and yeah Mm -hmm. okay there's big rocks and trees and stuff Mm -hmm. But there's the monorail track and there's Spaceship Earth. So mm-hmm. it's not trying to hide where it is. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed when I was coming in, you know, we're, we're headed over to Epcot and we made that big loop around Future World. Well, whatever it's called now, I forget. Anyway, you, the, what formerly used to be called Future World. He's come around on the backside and you could see Journey of Water, the whole attraction yeah. there. Right and it's just, it's, it just looks very active. It looks kind of cool. And mm-hmm. you see people in there playing with the things and little water things jumping. And then, of course, you see, like, next door, the, the, there's the pumps, which is kind of, yeah, I wonder if they're going to cover Wait, that. Oh, man, it's plain as day. Uh, I do not recall seeing any of the water pumps. Yeah, you probably can't see from where you were on ground. Yeah, but when I was in the monorail, yeah. I went through, and, and me and my friends were just like, what is that? What is that construction? And it's like, no, I think those are the pumps that work the attraction that's right next to it. Because, <laughs> you know, it has, like, like, like in an aquarium, you see the pipes and stuff. Well, I mean, you see air conditioning units on the tops of buildings. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. You know. Not to me. That's that's not that big a deal because I mean, you're. It'd be one thing if it was just like trash strewn on the tops of the buildings. Yeah, but, you know, it's a. Be realistic. They're buildings. They're AC units and all that. So, what you're saying, Kevin, is that it's visible, but only from the monorail, not only from the monorail. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, then, yeah. yeah, not exactly. from ground. No, you can't okay. see it from the ground, but you could definitely see it from the monorail up top. Cool. Okay. We also had a second run through on that too. Mm, did you really? Was it the next night? I think it was. My son really wanted to go watch 
what in my opinion is the best thing that came out of the 50th at Walt Disney World being the light show on Spaceship Earth. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, so yeah. We went over, we watched that, um, and for Food and Wine, they did a whole Be Our Guest thing, mm. which to me, the, of all the ones I've seen, the one with uh, Kermit Piggy doing Rainbow Connections yeah, absolutely the best one. So as we were leaving to go back, because we'd parked over at Hollywood Studios, took the Skyliner over, and then went up front, just watched the ball. And as we were leaving, we walked right past Moana, and they were practically begging people to come in. Wow. Right really? Now. Like no queue, no virtual queue, none of that. And it's nighttime. Nighttime, man, that whole thing is because there's already there's a lot of kinetic movement with all the the various mm-hmm. not only just the things you're playing with, but there's there's you know, you're walking across little bridges and there's just water running under the bridge. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of lights and sounds and, and all that at night. Boy, there's a lot more lights going on and it is oh, that's stunning. Cool. Oh yeah, stunning nighttime. I remember seeing. I, uh, I watched two videos. One was during the day, and one was during the night. And nighttime was clearly better, in my opinion. Yeah, I, lo- I love the fact that you got to experience both. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just pure happenstance, and it also happened to be when the first time we went there, Moana was meeting and greeting right next to the line when we were going in. Oh wow, oh, very so cool. I think they were. I think that was also they were doing a you know a test soft run with that, mm. and you know whatever it's just a character meet and greet, but it's. Yeah, appropriately placed in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a really popular one too. So, yeah, there was a. I would say there was a decent number of people in line for, her, but I don't think it wasn't advertised. So I think it was just people right. stumbled on it. So is and I'm going to put this to to Eric, but also to the rest of y'all because maybe y'all know and I don't. Uh, what are they going to be doing with this attraction going forward? Is this going to be something that the where's a queue to get to? I don't even know how you would do that. It's a walkthrough attraction. I mean, I guess if the crowd level is not bad i guess in theory you could go in because if they had a definite entrance and a definite exit okay if if crowd levels aren't bad you could probably go either way you could probably go in the exits and out the entrance it probably doesn't matter but there's definitely a kind of set flow through it mm-hmm. and they did have a queue a sort of a queue set up but it's just it's not it's clearly designed for people to be there for like 15, 20 minutes to experience the whole thing. And then just like a time killer. Hey, you want your kid to go mess with something mm-hmm. that anybody can do. It's not something like, you know, I can't go to ride, you know, Soren or whatever. Cause my kid's too tiny. Right. Though, I guess Soren's a bad example, but, and they had the wet and the dry. So there were areas where it branched and it would, reconnect in the same spot on the other side but like if you didn't want to get wet you could go this way if you wanted to get wet or potentially wet you could go the other way oh nice i mean it's i wouldn't call it soaked but there's one section you walk through this little cave and it has um like a waterfall thing yeah it's kind of like a waterfall but i mean it's but when you walk up to it it parts like a curtain so you don't actually get hit by the water nice Uh uh-huh people were going through at various speeds. People would walk up to it and wait, and then it would part. Or I saw one kid run and it parted before he got to it. Oh, so no matter <laughs> nice. the speed. Wow. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know how, I think they're using the same technology they use for automatic doors. Like when right. you go to a supermarket, it opens. Sure. Right. well, you get within a certain vicinity, it's going to register you. It's going to open it. Sure. But if you, even, even a, you can still run into an automated door if you're running hard fast enough. So uh-huh. maybe you'll still get wet. I don't know. If you really <laughs> yeah. want to get wet. Yeah. I didn't feel like tempting that. I mean, I also not sure how much they want you <laughs> running through that area. either. This is true. It um, is water, right? So the, you, you wouldn't advise having to buy a poncho to go on a journey of water, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, I, I may have got misted on, mm. but I mean, I wasn't actively avoiding water, but I also wasn't actively like walking close to some of the things. But most of the stuff, I mean, there's a lot of misting that they do. Okay. Like they'll talk about, uh, you know, here's rain and then it'll have like, you know, all this mist, you know, but it's the same thing as like, you know, some of the misters, you go some around some of the parks, like, uh, like Thirst a- Ranger or whatever it is in Tomorrowland. Oh yeah, That's the old the little Coke thing. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's the old uh, Flight of the Navigator pod, right? That they do all that mist with. It's mm-hmm. there's a couple of spots like that. So if you linger long enough, you'll get wet. But just walking through it, you may get misted on or whatever. I mean, your glasses get coated in some water. Yeah. but it's nothing crazy. Which could be good on a hot Florida day for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. It felt pretty good because it was it was warm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was warm that week yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, I had heard if it was windy, like particularly windy, you might get water. I could see that because you have. I don't remember how many little areas they had. It was they had one, one, two, three. I, there's four of them I could think of off the top of my head that there was something that you could do to create movement of the water. One of them was they had like these. You basically ran your hands through like these little cartons of water and it would, you know, it was like a making noise, like music. Okay. So it was yeah. like, <laughs> the little harp like, thing. You know, yeah. you're running your finger across the piano keys. Sure. Kind of like the Seven Dwarves Mine Train used to have where you would run your fingers along the water. Um, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. I think I, I think I vaguely remember that, but yeah, it's the same kind of idea. Mm. But they also had like five or six spots for that. So mm. it wasn't just one spot where everybody's crowding around trying to get to it. You know, wow. so you had. So it, it was intentionally designed in a way that, you know, five, six, seven people at any given time could be doing it really more if you have a kid or an adult who has enough sense to stand off to the side and not stand in front of the whole thing and block it off from everybody else. Like, <laughs> right. Kids are known for their uh, sense. Yes. It wasn't the kids. <laughs> it I wasn't the kids. That no. It was some of the adults that were being dumb about it. And I don't know how much alcohol had been involved. Um, That's true. Uh, then there was another one where you put your hand out and I'm not sure how this works. It, it was just a stream of water just going up and you put your hand out and the water would come up to like, I don't know, an inch or two below your hand. And if you raised your arm, it would, the water would raise up with it. And if you lowered your arm, the water would lower with it. Oh, that's cool. But if you did it, if you lowered your hand real fast, you would get splashed real good. That's one that if it was real windy and you're splashing around with the water, yeah, you could get probably pretty wet with that one. Throw it at your friend next to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there was like another one. It was like a like a, a jump pad, I guess, is the way I would describe it. Is you basically jumped up and down, and when you landed, it would cause water to like shoot up, kind of like when you look at tide pools and things, and, and water comes down and there's a it goes under a rock and then it'll splash up any kind of opening if the water is going right. to, you know, behind it. There's that, there was that rain curtain that you walk through. Then there was another one with like the, the jumping water streams in imagination, mm -hmm. similar kind of thing. Mm. Um, but you could put your hands up and, and literally slap the water out of the air if you wanted to. <laughs> like a high five of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Which people have been trying to do over by imagination for hours. Yes. Oh yeah. So yeah. Fun. With success. Yeah, some of these were definitely lower. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. I'm I'm six foot and I could have easily touched them if I'd really wanted to. <laughs> I just <laughs> didn't want to. Um what's the, there was another one I can't remember that was Oh, it's something to do with waving your arms and it was same thing, it was like causing the waves to splash higher. It was really neat. My seven year old had a blast playing with all that stuff. Nice. Wow. Every kid I saw that was doing it was having a blast with it. So how long did it capture their attention for? Like, I take my kid into the boneyard. She could, and this is what this reminds me of, like a play area mm -hmm. for kids, but like kind of next level and a lot prettier. Although I do think the boneyard is nice, but I could take her in there because she could spend hours in there or until they get rid of it, I suppose. <laughs> mine, mine did spend an hour in the boneyard. <laughs> <laughs> how long were the kids there for? Like, y were y'all there for like 30, um, 40 minutes? Oh, no. 10, 15. Oh, really? really? Okay. Yeah. So, is it small? I mean, it's not it's not huge it's just you know they're clearly there were just a lot of people because okay. of i could see that it's soft opening they're trying to to move people through mm -hmm. and it was one of the things too we'd kind of mess around with something for a minute or two and then move on because we also had other plans that we were you know other things you know we had meals to get to or rides sure. to get to or whatever whatever other issues other plans we were doing but yeah yeah if you really i mean they had areas where you could sit down for a little you know like kind of benches built into like what they do with rise of the resistance when you're in the queue and you've got like oh that's a bench but it's made to look like it's part of the rock mm -hmm. i think if you really wanted to take it slow and let your kid mess around for a while you could easily spend 30 45 minutes there oh nice oh yeah. that's cool yeah especially at night it was just a nice relaxing like if you like the sound of running water mm -hmm. and oceans and all that it was a nice, soothing, kind of relaxing area to be in. You know, I was going to ask you that because, like, generally the sound of running water makes people have to go to the bathroom. I was going to say, I guess go pee first. Yeah, there is a bathroom <laughs> in there, I heard. Uh, did you partake in the bathroom experience of uh, the journey I, of the bathroom? 
trivia and add it to the water cycle there i did not <laughs> oh that'd be funny if like so many people just got carried away with oh it's a journey of water and just went into the bathroom turned all the faucets on started splashing <laughs> like yes, yes water the water shoots out from the toilet oh that's a yes. bidet that's right that's a bidet <laughs> i don't remember if there was a bathroom in there or not mm. i mean there might be and i just didn't pay attention to it or might, um, might be well themed. Yeah, that's, that's something. When I was re- researching this, I was like, "Oh, there's a bathroom there." Well, that makes sense. Yeah, mm. there's a, there's a lot that would make me want to use a bathroom. Oh, of course, uh, yeah, the sound of water. running water all the time, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's not like somebody <laughs> left a faucet on, kind of running water. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was interesting. I was reading when I was researching for this. I noticed that the capacity was around like 150. I guess maybe hourly or so. And because I was going to ask you, like, I wonder how many people they could squeeze in that thing because i'm thinking like the busy summer months right that'd be a great place to hang and i'm curious to know how they could how many people they it would gobble up or how many people they could push through that attraction because mm. we're talking about the queue and whatnot i'm just curious if anybody's heard anything or if when you were there eric if it felt like you know it could squeeze more than 150 people or, or more or maybe that's too much i know what, what are y'all's thoughts a hundred and f- uh, this the capacity is 150 an hour. Yeah, that's what it was saying. Yeah, I that's don't know how accurate I that call is. Shenanigans on that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there is the capacity is way more than 150 an hour. Okay, I don't think you would have a problem fitting 150 people, even if they're spread out all over through the entirety of the of that area. I mean, I'm shocked that they're saying is 150. I would have expected significantly more than that. But, maybe it's 150 you know, at a time. Like maybe that's the capacity. That, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like there was a lot more than 150 people that were in that area when we went through. Maybe it was only, but uh, hmm. it's, it's definitely 150. Maybe it's 150 at a time. I think that might be more right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it is at a time. Yeah. You're probably right because I'd be curious. Its first true test will be the holiday season coming up, right? With the, starting with the Thanksgiving weekend, going all the way through. Maybe they got a little lulled usually in December. But as you get around like you know Christmas and New Year's and stuff, that's when it starts to get really packed and everything. So I'll be curious to see how it makes it through that test. Yeah, so as far as it gets a wise. colder over there, huh? Yeah. But it usually stays somewhat warmer than us, I oh, guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're still at night. You don't want your kids right. like, walk around soaked. Charity <laughs> <laughs> of pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> So I looked up a few things. The virtual queue is going to be used only when the area is at capacity. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Makes sense. Yeah. You have to be in the park already. It doesn't work like the other virtual queues where you can do it at um, seven in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like you already have to be in the park and they're only going to use it when the land is at capacity. Okay. So it's just something that you kind of check once you're in the park. But most of the time you'll be able to visit the area just standby. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing I learned was that there is, in fact, a bathroom. Yay! But it's it's small. It's a single stall. Oh, like, oh. not a single stall, but like a single room bathroom. You know, kind of like a family bathroom style. Okay, oh. yeah, one bathroom fits all, kind of. Oh like, boy, yeah. yes. <laughs> so it'll never, it'll never be open. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Oh, There'll be no. a virtual queue for that. Oh yeah. Well, Kevin will have to try that bathroom yeah. out because he is very intent on having his time at every single bathroom on property. Yeah, it's like a scavenger yeah. hunt. It looks very relaxing. It's water themed. That's perfect. And then I step, yeah. and when I'm done, I just walk out, and I'm just as relaxed. It's great. <laughs> That's the yeah. play. That's the whole. <laughs> yeah, for all of you out there that are planning a vacation, you do not need to worry about getting this virtual queue first thing in the morning. Oh, good. It's Most of the time is just going to be a standby line. But if it gets really busy, they'll start using the virtual queue, and you just pop into the app and get a spot. Mm. Let's say it strikes me as it's not going to be hard to get a virtual queue mm. when they pop that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So... Is there a lot of uh, obvious references to the Moana movie throughout the attraction? Um, I don't really think so. No? Okay. I know there's a whole bunch. I, is, I believe there's like a kind of like a you know hidden Mickey tar- type situation with that one. Mm-hmm. Where they have various characters like in the rock work. So like if you walk around a corner, you might see Hey Hey or something in the rock. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more about trying to teach people the cycle of, you know, the journey of the water, water cycle. So, yeah, yeah. Rather, <laughs> rather than Moana just being a convenient uh, shell to, to put it around because sure. of, I can't think of anything else other than maybe elemental from Pixar. 
that oh yeah remote would even remotely touch this maybe wally but even then wally's more about other things mm-hmm. plants you know just the water cycle like i said the music the little treasury hunt thing but other than that like it's not one of these things where the ip is in your face the whole time okay is there a lot of shade in that area there were a lot of trees okay. um like i said i think there were there were a couple of uh umbrellas and then depending on which direction the sun is running some of the rocks you know if you're there in the middle you know at noon if the sun's directly overhead probably not nearly as much but Mm -hmm. the buildings around as well as the rocks would definitely throw some shade from certain directions depending on time of day okay Hmm. so it's not like you're standing it's not you're standing out in the sun roasting baking yeah that's yeah i would hope not it's funny with that sun it's like it's it's about the water cycle but at the same time because there's so much water it's part of the water cycle in general i was gonna ask you eric there's i know there's that part where i guess there's the water that's flowing on the ground or something or by land or whatever they call it do you know what the part that I'm talking about? Supposedly, it's like you're walking through, and it's like I don't know if it's underneath your walking path or if it's you walk through it. I was curious to know how that you walk on water. Yeah, it's like yeah. Ooh. Yes, but no. It was like okay. Um, I don't know how much hiking and all that you guys have done. Zero. I'm gonna say, have you seen our bodies? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, look at my body, but I've still done a ton of. <laughs> hey, man, you, you're but a champion for us all. There it is. <laughs> Um, there's one spot where basically water is flowing across the walkway. Okay. But there's the dry path that hooks over and you go over this little bridge and then, you know, but otherwise, I mean, it's, it's, you're walking on like, you know, half an inch of water or something. It's not enough to do anything to your shoes. Right. Maybe if you were wearing Crocs or flip flops or something, Mm -hmm. you might get water on your feet. I, I guess maybe if you, if you stood there and tried to splash around in it, but it's not, it's, it's not a crazy amount. It doesn't feel like you're walking on water. It's more like you're just like walking through like a puddle. More like you're okay. Think about like when you got a good rainstorm. Mm-hmm. You got like maybe a drain is running water over a sidewalk. You got to walk across, mm-hmm. and it's not deep or anything. You just whatever. It's it was just water running across the. Just kind of step the, through. Uh, okay. I never would have thought that you were supposed to be walking on water, like you know, like Jesus. <laughs> or anything like no. Oh, that would be this cool though. There's nothing that there's nothing that even remotely or you know or or like Universal where they they do the the parting of the water and it's you know there, there's not. I didn't think there was anything even remotely like that. Oh yeah, man, so. dude, like this is like a religious kind of experience. Like maybe they have like a stand outside where they have water and then boom, the bartender touches it and turns it into wine. You could buy <laughs> wine at the. <laughs> you could tap the, the journey of water. There's, yes. there's, a, there's a keg at the end. Yes. <laughs> the journey of wine. Journey yes. of wine. <laughs> there, that is an attraction I'd like to I'm see. Soul. Actually. Journey of Jesus. That's world there showcase. Yes. World showcase, yes. There Although there's that one part where you just have to sit there and wait for a while. It's a I big think. food and wine yeah. festival right there. To let it age. Mm. But the, the part where you know, you're walk, going across the sidewalk thing, from what I was reading, it was like uh, part of how water gets to wherever it goes, like the transportation, like it goes through the clouds or it travels over land or it does something else. I forget. Yeah, it moves through like a mist or a gas or something. Oh, like okay, that. I must yeah. have misheard you because I thought what you were trying to say was that there's a part there where it's almost like you're actually walking in water. Well, so, it, well, it was just like he was saying. It, it's kind of like a thin sheet of water going like thin, thin, thin sheet of water going over like a, a sidewalk. And, and so that makes sense to me because I yeah. thought well, maybe there was a thin sheet of glass that you're walking on, and underneath it was water. That would have been kind of neat. so it looked like you were walking along on water. Yeah. I, I don't know. Actually, it'd be better if they're going to do like that glass sheet or plastic or sheet or whatever mm-hmm. water running across the top and underneath it so at least it feels like you're but no there's nothing, nothing like that yeah that's like a liability i'm sure <laughs> people trying to probably jump up and down on it or right right so uh, what do you think of like all the interactive things i mean do, do you feel like it was pretty responsive or you, you felt like you're actually controlling the water things or making a jump or making it go up and down as you were talking about i think most of them are pretty intuitive and easy to understand what you need to do. Mm-hmm. There were one or two of them that were like, I'm already standing on this thing and now I jump up and down. Like, is it responding to when I stood off of it or on it? Or there were a couple that probably were a little more of, well, how does this work? Mm-hmm. Like I said, most of them were pretty obvious. Like you put your hand out, raise lower, like the water goes up or goes down. The one with the running your hand through the, um, the, 
making the music pretty obvious what it's mm-hmm. going to do. Mm-hmm. The one with the wave where you throw your hands up in the air and the, and it causes waves to fly up. Mm-hmm. I think we figured that one out because we saw what other people were doing. Okay. Mm, okay. Um, there you. were signs next to everything saying, you know, do this, do that. But I think I was more keeping an eye on my child and the absolute insanity of the Brazilians. Oh yeah. Keep an eye on what they were doing. We had some issues with some Brazilians while we were down there. Like a tour group? What, what it was drop kicking people through the water or something? No, it was rudeness, to put it mildly. Mm. Oh. <laughs> okay. Um, oh. Just they were not they were not paying any attention or giving a crap what anybody else was doing. And they would just walk up and stand directly in front of you. Or like I had one lady literally, I was talking to my wife and I'm pointing at something, and she slapped my arm down. What? what? Whoa! <laughs> what the hell was that about? Like, and literally, like, I just turned and looked at her. And she was probably like five foot nothing, <laughs> and I was like, "What the hell, lady?" And her friend turns, "Oh, sorry, sorry, she didn't know." I'm like, "The hell, she didn't." <laughs> it's a whole <laughs> hand. <laughs> yeah, there's not too many ways to interpret oh. a slap. No kid. No, like literally. <laughs> What it was is because she wanted to walk between my wife and I, and my arm was in the way, so she slapped the arm down. Wow! Wow! So the, I was paying a lot more attention to what they were doing, so my kid didn't have to deal with any of that. Fair, fair, yeah. 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 You had a Chris Rock oh. moment, dude. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three no. times. Three times. Oh man! In both Universal and Disney. Oh wow! Oh man, the top so, of that. It was a running situation. It was a running theme throughout the entirety of our trip. Uh, so, huh. of just, I don't know what's going on with Brazil. I don't know their culture. I don't know what's appropriate and what's not. But I'm sorry, you don't you don't slap a man's arm down because <laughs> you want to walk through. Got that right? That's dirty yeah. ass whooping right there. Dirty <laughs> yeah, ass whooping. Lying about that. <laughs> the problem is, is what what you would have seen is. A six foot tall, two hundred fifty pound man being the piss out of a tiny little woman, <laughs> and that's what would be on the news. That yeah, started the whole thing. Not, not a good look in a not YouTube a good video. Look. No, no, that a bit of bad behavior yeah. story though. You could have came back on. <laughs> yeah, something to say on that. that. On this episode of bad behavior, that's right. We got, we got a live person. We can yeah. <laughs> tell your side, Eric. <laughs> Damn right, you deserve it. Now do it again. That's right. <laughs> Samuel Jackson. <laughs> 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 oh, oh that's like, awesome. I've always been very conscious of my size. Yeah. So it's uh it's one of those things where I don't normally grab people or take a swing unless it's the last resort situation. Yeah. No, we understand. We we but, kid, but as yes. big guys ourselves, <laughs> we understand what it's like when somebody does something weird in the park. We have your guard. Yes basically drop down and then somebody snaps you back and yeah i've had to uh, yell at a few people yeah in the park before eli know? and i are both six foot two or like 250 well, yeah to, to, to two, y'all 250 yeah. for him like 220 for me oh you're being kind to me yeah. thank you i well, appreciate that i'm being kind to myself right now <laughs> <laughs> but i mean yeah jilling your size and is, is enough to repeat strangers won't walk around just slapping you because yeah. they're like yeah that guy could probably kill me i'm pretty small strangers don't ever walk around slapping me <laughs> I would That's hope good. not. That arm slap was <laughs> shocking. <I'm sure>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it caught me off guard. But I mean, I responded to it instantly. Like I was like, "What the hell?" <laughs> literally, I was like, "What the hell, lady?" And then she just she just kept going and pretended like nothing happened. Wow. And her friend was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry." Like trying to put up our hands, like trying to like basically she was trying to get between me and and her because she thought that I was gonna. Because I mean, I don't have resting. Face per se. But I always, <laughs> people always think I'm mad and angry, and I'm just not. Like, mm. so she was clearly getting in between us in case I decided to do something. Okay. Right. Oh. And I was just like, "What was that, man? Like, <laughs> I don't blame you. Wrong? What is wrong with you people? What is wrong with your country? Why do you? Why am I having so many problems with Brazilians?" <laughs> <laughs> And maybe this is why they don't have a pavilion uh, for Brazil and World Showcase. They don't want the guests getting slapped. I guess so. <laughs> Man. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, never been to South America, but I don't kind of want to go right now. No, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> well, oh, is man. there anything else about Journey of Water you can tell us that we didn't think to ask him? I'm trying to think. Is there any other questions about 
there were a ton of signs about do not drink the water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. You are not part of the water cycle. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's it's probably drinkable, but just they don't want you to. Ah. <laughs> you get some kid sitting on his hands and knees licking the water on the ground. Or oh, Lord. Yeah. Uh, they can filter it, I'm sure, to one section if they really want to. Well, they'll sell bottles of water at the end with a little cart. <laughs> oh, man. So I, was, think they're, I think they're using recycled water. So, oh, uh, recycling it through. That makes sense. Yeah, no, I don't even that, want to touch it. Hence the filters and stuff. That yeah. I saw, yeah, but I thought it was fun. I think it's cute. I think it's beautiful, especially at night. Mm-hmm. But it's not like an e-ticket, right? It's something that's gonna that I would argue that probably is needed to an extent, mm-hmm. especially for busier times of the years. It's another. It's another thing for people to do mm-hmm. that doesn't require anything other than just walking through it. Right. So yeah. you, would you say like it's it's kind of like a play area on the lines of the Dumbo playground area uh, or or the Boneyard or the Casey Jr. Splash Station or the, that old um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids uh, play area that they used oh, to have. Oh, yeah, that's that cool. Yeah, it, it, it seems like something along those lines. Is, is Would you say it's comparable to that? I would say of all those things, it's more comparable to the Boneyard. Bone, Boneyard, okay. Um, ex- except for the fact that like Boneyard – as a parent, you can just go there and sit down. Your kid can run around freely. Mm-hmm. This, I don't, you kind of got to hang with your kid because he, they will get out of sight pretty quick. And so, um, and so yeah. it's not like there's one way, one way out, you know, it's, I don't know. I, for kids for play area, I think it's, it's a fun little area to kill 20 or 30 minutes or mm-hmm. maybe more, depending on what your kid likes to do. Or you just want to tie your kid out here, go throw your arms around for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Weigh them out. Well, now, let's tie them out. Well, cool. Eric, man, thanks for giving us your first-hand account about Journey of Water. That's awesome to hear. That yes. It's good to experience it in both day and night. Night, especially if you only had one choice, you'd say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. I would say night is better than daylight when i first saw the pictures of it i thought for sure i'm like that looks like it would fit in avatar mm-hmm. uh when i saw those and eli you knew somebody who actually saw it as well this weekend right yeah yeah there was a, a new listener uh erica she sent me a couple of videos of her and a kid going mm-hmm. through there that's exactly the same thing i thought i saw the big mountain with the little swirl in there i was mm-hmm. like yeah it totally looks like it's part of pandora but yeah mm-hmm. oh i forgot tafiti's at the end of it too oh tafiti's yes. in it yeah yeah, they actually have a big old tafiti. When you when you get near the exit, where the exit is, there's a big old tafiti. It's you know same thing with the symbol in the middle. Oh, okay, uh, where where it should be. It's, it's pretty. It's very pretty, especially again nighttime. Way more pretty. That's what I was asking about. What uh, in terms of the uh, Moana representation? Because I knew about that, and I knew they'd sprinkled other things along the way. But I mean, that clearly was the most obvious. It kind of stands out. I mean, yeah. was the jewel lit up at night or whatever? Or the little. The, oh, heart. the heart, the heart, yeah, the heart. Um, there, something was lit up, but at that point we were all exhausted. Mm. <laughs> and we just kind of, hey, cool, let's just walk through this real quick at night. I think it was. It, I think the the line, the circle line, I think was mm. lit up. But don't quote me that uh, on that one because I, I might be wrong. But mm. it's, that would yeah, be cool if it was. Yeah, we, yeah. Was tired. We we done three parks on that day, so. Yeah, <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. That's trippy. Well, dude, man, thank you so much. We definitely yeah, uh, appreciate hearing that, man. Uh, taking the time to come on the show for the first time um, on our route to 500 and, and giving us your take yeah. on Journey of Water. Appreciate it. Here we are on the queue, the segment in which we get to discuss all the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. And for this segment, we're going to toss it over to Rachel, a travel agent who's got an awesome amount of stuff that was just been released. And I'm excited to hear about it. So Rachel, what we got going on? Yeah. Big Disney news this week. I always love to get bad news out of the way first. So mm-hmm. we'll start with bad news. Okay. <laughs> the bad okay. news is we woke up early this week and we had some price increases which is actually pretty cyclical for Disney. Um, mm-hmm. Their fiscal year starts October 1st. So usually kind of end of September, beginning of October, we see some price increases because it's their new fiscal year. Oh, okay. okay. Tis the season, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so here are some of the things that increased. One that was kind of a quiet increase. A lot of people aren't talking about it. Memory Maker 
you know, the photo package yeah. um, that went up from 169 pre-trip. So like if you buy it before your trip, it's was $169. Now it's 185. Mm. Oof. Oof. So yeah, that one went up a little bit. Yeah. The Incredit Pass, which is the annual pass for Walt Disney World that you can buy if you're not a Florida resident. It's actually the only one that non-Florida residents can buy. Um, that one went up 10%. Hmm. And it's now a little over $1,400. Ouch. Ooh. Yeah. All right. That one's pretty expensive. Oh, Lord. And then the <laughs> other annual passes also increased as well. Bummer, man. Yeah. Those all went up. So uh, Memory Maker annual passes went up. And then parking, daily parking went up by $5 a day. So it was $25 a day to park. Now it's $30 per day to park. <sighs> At the parks, wow. okay. at the, like, the theme parks, yeah. But parking at the resorts is still free. It is, and if you're staying at the resorts, you yeah. get the theme park parking for free. Yes, mm-hmm. it's included. So I just like I always say that to people too. I get a decent amount of people that will reach out to me and say, like, "Hey, Rachel, we want to go to Disney, but you know, we just don't think we want to spend the kind of money you spend on a Disney resort." Tell us about the Good Neighbors, and there's nothing wrong with staying at the Good Neighbors in Florida, but. With the value resorts being an option, a lot of time you're not saving that much money. And especially if you have a car, when you add on $30 per day for parking, you're probably breaking even pretty quickly. Yeah. And so usually I'm, I'm tell- talking to people about those all-star resorts because with the parking and, and the other benefits like factored in, you're usually saving money by going to the all-stars. So Nice. nice. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, so just something to consider. The good news is that the day tickets, like your your single day tickets or like your regular daily tickets, those remained constant. They didn't increase those. Huh, nice. Lovely. All Thank right. You. Thank yeah. goodness. So that was good news. The big good news is that park hopping returns as it used to be on January 9th. Finally. <laughs> right after the yes. holiday push. Finally. Yeah, that's yes. good. Right All after right. the holidays. Yeah. We're excited that's coming back because waiting until two o'clock to hop is really just a bummer it is it is yeah it sucks i i'd never cared for that it, like we're celebrating it but yeah it's like yay we're finally gonna get what we've been paying for i seriously <laughs> right like, yeah. the price didn't change and they were just like restricting right. it for some crazy reason so that will come back our hopping will be normal again after january 9th or mm-hmm. sorry on january 9th and afterwards okay and again, January 9th is also that magic day. You will no longer need reservations for the parks unless you have a ticket that is not date based. Talking to you, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are, people are like, what does that mean? Like a date based ticket? How do you not have a date based ticket? And so there's some like really clear people who would not have a date based ticket. Mm-hmm. One is annual pass holders. Annual pass holders are still going to have to make park reservations for most days. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. You won't be able to hop with your annual pass until you go to that first park. So oh, even though damn. park hopping will be normal, you will still have to go to your first park before you can hop. Oof. I know. So even if you just like Isn't go in normal, and then come though? out. Um, well, there didn't you see park reservations. Oh, I seem to remember maybe it was after COVID being at Disneyland and we couldn't park hop over from one park to the other until we went into the, the first, first park. Yes, Never mind. Yeah. Okay. True. It was. It was. It was reservation. So. Yeah. Interesting. So that'll still be true for annual pass holders. The other people who may not have date based tickets would be people who buy tickets like through a conference website. Oh, like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those people will still need reservations. Uh, so that'd be be good for people to know. But yeah, if you don't, if you're not linking a date to the ticket that you're purchasing somehow, whether it be through booking a package with a resort hotel stay or like actually selecting a date when you buy a ticket, you need to make park reservations mm. and the park hopping won't be open to you until you go to that first park. Mm, interesting. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how the yeah. pass holders feel. Um, I mean, I'm one, I guess. How do you, <laughs> so, Rachel, how do you feel? <laughs> uh, She's mad. I, yeah. <laughs> She's contemplating legal action as we speak. Well, she's conflicted because <laughs> she can market this for her business, but yes. at the same time, she can't do it because she's an annual yeah. pass holder. Ouch. There's an inner um, conflict. Yeah, I, feel. I, do, I hate making the park reservations. I forget to do it. I mean, the good news lately is that they have not been filling up 
like they used to. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of forget for a while and then just be like, oops, and then go make them and you're probably all good to go. So that's nice. But if they become tough to get again, like over the holidays and stuff, it's really a bummer. Yeah. Um, it really limits your ability to be spontaneous. Well, yeah. Yeah. Also, no. Also, as me as the annual pass holder, same thing. I find them annoying, but I don't really dislike them per se. I just think they're, I understand why Disney does it, but at the same time, it's like, I, I wish I didn't have to do this. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I also think the annual pass holders are probably also the people who most likely to understand how to work the reservation system anyway, because, you know, that's more true. likely going to be the most hardcore people. That is yeah, very, fair. Yeah. very, very fair point. point. Yes, yeah, absolutely. More good news is that there are some new discounts coming out that are very weird for Disney, like weird in a good way, but uncommon. Mm-hmm. So one of the things that's going on is that they're telling us way ahead of time that these discounts are coming out. Like so it. they're not actually going to be available until November 14th, mm-hmm. which is a while. We don't normally get a lead time like this. So that's a little strange. Yeah. Um, but the bigger news about this is that it's a ticket discount, which almost never happens. No ticket discount. Yeah, usually if you get a discount, they're like discounting your dining plan or you're your discounting your hotel stay. Yeah, your room. But the tickets are always a constant. Right. These are a discount for tickets. I love um, it. Interesting. We, well, don't get too excited. No. Not <laughs> interesting. I hate it. This is terrible. Well, Worst I've ever heard. Man. <laughs> you're a good example, Danny, because you're somebody who won't benefit from this. Okay. It is specifically a discount for kids. And when Yay. I say kids, it's kids three to nine. Oh. So Disney kids. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Um, I have one that's yeah. in that category. That's it. Um, not in yeah. that category. Yeah, I, yeah my, my kid, she has the mentality sometimes of a seven-year-old, but um, <laughs> she's a teenager now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but let's, so it's 50% off though. Tickets. Oh. And I know. So at Disneyland, it's just 50% <laughs> off tickets, which is great. Nice. So like a kid can go to Disneyland for one for a single day for 50 bucks. Oh, dude. I got to wait three years like for easy. my grandkid turn that age. Well, I, I can take say, you. Grab Blaze yeah. right now. Let's I'm go. about to drive down there. Come here, boy. Got to take you somewhere. Save some money. I think I just figured out who Kevin's favorite kid is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my youngest. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take advantage. It's a great time to do like a dad daughter trip. I know. Yeah. Yes. I got to go visit family out in Disneyland. The dates for that are January 8th to March 10th. Oh. So just 50% off tickets for children age three to nine at Disneyland. Wow. And then at Walt Disney World, it's also 50% off tickets and Whoa. the dining plan. For kids three to nine. What? God, no. uh, yeah. Yeah. You have to have a four night, four day ticket package. But oh. that's like if you're going for a week to Disney World, a four day, four night isn't that crazy. It's pretty typical. And uh, the dates on that one are longer. It's March 3rd all the way to June 30th. Rachel, have they ever done anything like this before? No. It's no. totally different. This, this is crazy. Great. That's a very specific yeah, window. Great. Eric, how old is your kid? He'll be eight in January. Oh. Yeah, this is for you, buddy, man. Go back. Do no, it. No, it's not. Because somebody is an annual pass holder. So it was messed up. It was easier just to get annual passes for the three of us than it was to deal with the ticket packages and all this other garbage. So yeah. oh my gosh. I know it's um, I know it's probably more expensive, but whatever. So <sighs> The thing that's great about this, though, for everybody is that there are a ton of discounts out right now. And I, I like I mean it. There's when I go to log into people's reservations to book them, I'm, I'm looking at like four or five different discount options. OK. And nice. so if this one doesn't work for you because you don't have a kid three to nine or maybe you don't want a dining plan. So having it 50 percent off isn't that helpful. There's probably something that does matter to you and that you will be excited to get as a discount. There's so many discounts out right now. And part of what I can offer as a free service at no cost to you mm-hmm. is to analyze all those different discount options and figure out which one is going to work the best for your family and just like break it down. Because for some people, that 50% off of kids three to nine is a huge deal. If you've got yeah. two kids in that age range, that's a huge savings. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you don't have kids in that age range, then 
the room discount might be better or the dining card promo that's outright might, might be better. Yes. So anyway, there's so many other discounts. So there's like a Disney plus discount, Disney visa card holders, Florida resident, annual pass holder. There's a dining card promo. Mm. There's room discounts that are open to just like general, like anybody can get a room discount. And those are a lot of those are all for the same dates. Mm. So I would love to help you look at all those options and figure out the best way for you to save money on your trip. What's the Disney plus discount? Um, it's a room discount right now. You just have to be a Disney plus subscriber. And uh. usually the percentage off is a little bit higher. How much? Um, it's usually around 5% more than whatever the broad general offer is. Dang, cause Whoa, what? I like it. Hmm. Depends on what the subscription is for a whole year. Hey, man, right? I'm hanging on for Loki, I think. Uh, and I know I said I was canceling, but I think I'm hanging on for Loki. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to, ha- I like to have all of them in one shot. Yeah. So I can just binge them all. I know. Yeah. Well, especially a show <laughs> like this. Yeah. Like where it's so heady and it's so like, where the hell is this going? I, I can't sit around for a week and wonder. That's I need it. to know where it's going. All right, Rachel, what else we got? Yeah, they released it with much anticipation the Candlelight Professional Narrator lineup this week. Candlelight Professional, yes. Yeah, we had been waiting for the lineup because dining packages need to be booked mm-hmm. like now. Mm-hmm. So people are like, what's, what's the narrator going to be? When can I book my Candlelight Professional dining package? And uh, we didn't know. So this week, now we do. Just a little bit of information for people. Candlelight Processional is an Epcot tradition. It is the retelling of the Christmas story by a celebrity narrator alongside an orchestra and a choir. And it's just a a beautiful piece of entertainment, a beautiful show. Mm. But it is very popular, especially if the celebrity narrator is really popular. Neil Patrick Harris. So, (laughs) yes. Frazier. I brought Brandon Fraser there. I know. We're gonna go through I'm gonna go through the list, but the candlelight processional dining packages combines a meal and then you get to pick your seat. Like you get led into the show area and pick your seat before everybody else. Okay. And so you don't have to worry about it filling up and you not getting a seat for the showing that you want. And for some of these celebrity narrators, people line up hours and hours in advance the standby line. So having that dining package with the priority seating means that you don't have to worry about any of that. Um, So I do really recommend those if this is a priority for you. For a lot of people, you know, they're like, well, if we get into candlelight processional, great. And if we don't, it's fine. And in that case, don't spend the money on the dining package. The show is included with your ticket admission price. So you don't have to pay anything extra to see it. And um, you don't have to worry about it. But if, if you do really want to see any of these folks, I do recommend that dining package. And you get a meal. So you get a sit-down meal and priority seating. Nice. nice. Are you ready for the narrators? Yes. I've got to go. Yeah. Yeah. Who is it? Yeah. They have... A ton of new ones this year, too. Nine new people. And a lot of them are like real A-list celebrities. So the very first one, November 20th to the 25th, is Chris Metz. She was one of the leads in the show This Is Us, which was like really popular with Mandy Moore. Oh, my um, wife loved anyway. that show. Yeah, my wife did, too. Um, she yeah. was great. Yeah. Uh, the wow. next one is Louis Fonzi, who is a Puerto Rican singer. He sings Despacito. Oh, Justin yeah. Bieber, right? right? You used to yes. sing that, right? Yeah, Kev. Is that the guy that sang with Justin Bieber? Remember? I believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 The next one is Anne Margaret, Golden oh. Globe award winning actress. Oh. She's still alive? Live yeah. enough to Apparently, do this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. She's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's a classic. Yeah. Uh, then Simu Liu is the. Hey. Boy. And his 10 rings. Yeah, his rings in the Barbie movie. Oh, that's right. Ooh, he oh. was in the Barbie movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know him. this person. Who is this? Hey, he was uh, Shang-Chi. Oh, oh so, yeah. Okay, okay gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. John Stamos is the next one. Oh, oh Mr. well, yeah, yeah. Mr. Disney Mr. right Kokomo, there. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of Mr. Disney, the one after that is Neil Patrick Harris. Of course. Oh. Yeah, he was very popular. Legendary. Yeah. Treasure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the next one is... Doogie. Go ahead. Stamos and, and Neil Patrick Harris should have like there could be only one Highlander type of a situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. 
Eric, if, if they were like to recreate the bus, you remember that they had those bus in Hollywood studios of all the, and they got rid of them after Cosby did his thing. Mm-hmm. And like all the bus just went away. Like Cosby went away and then everything went away. Neil Patrick Harrick and John Stamos are like Disney legends oh, they at have this to point be, yeah. in time. Like they should have their own bus. Sure. Or at least feet in the yeah. Chinese theater. Sure. Higher sections of the park dedicated to them. Yes. And your magic hand <laughs> can make them do weird things. <laughs> so, the else? next one is the actress Marley Matlin. Oh, oh yeah. wow! Yeah, that's a name Marley Matlin. Yeah, it's a name I hadn't heard in a while. Yeah, she's the, the the deaf. Yeah, yes. she's a yeah. deaf actress. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that's yeah. awesome. And then Brendan Fraser. Hey, oh, I'm so happy for that guy, mommy. Eva Longoria. Hey, oh nice. wow, yeah. Uh, well, that's a huge Big fan. Desperate Housewives. Joey McIntyre. Oh really? <laughs> new yeah, new kid. He's a new kid. Well, oh yeah, because he's still. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's still around. Wow. Joey Fatone. Are we gonna have some Joey Fatone? No. No Joey Fatone. No oh, Joey Fatone. Man. Uh the next one also from This Is Us and then Frozen Two is Sterling K. Brown. This is the one that breaks my heart. I can't make it to. Oh, Sterling K. Brown would be so cool. He is. He's an awesome actor. He wasn't he also in the. Yes. Uh, shoot that oj simpson thing where he played chris darden oh yes, yes. That's, yes. that yes. guy yes. amazing actor. Yes. oh wow amazing actor. Oh, I, think yeah. I know this guy the next one is jordan fisher who sings the happily ever after song and he was on like um american idol right uh, jordan fisher hmm. am i crazy i don't know i don't I know i've never watched i never watched says you're correct i don't know all right yeah sure okay yeah didn't blow me out of the way um, and then the next one after Jordan Fisher is Stephen Curtis Chapman, who is returning. Okay. And then Audra McDonald. Audra McDonald. All right. And, and who? who? Lisa Ling. Lisa, Lisa Ling. Ling. Okay. She's like a documentarian journalist. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. She's a news reporter kind of lady, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Interesting. All right. Okay. But the list, like when you look back at it, I feel like this is super A-list. Yeah. People. This like, is not normal. No. Sometimes Disney really like scrapes the bottom, you know? Yes. <laughs> people yeah. are all like huge celebrities. Yeah. They, they get people that wouldn't draw a table at Comic-Con. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No kidding, right? But, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right, and so I had one more news story, and then I'm out. Um, I I actually copy and pasted this description from the Disney Parks blog because I was like, you know what? I just need to read the whole thing. So there's there's all kinds of new food at Animal Kingdom. You know, they do this every so often. They, like, kind of refresh the menus. Uh-huh. And um, this one just really stuck out to me. So Disney Parks blog says, are you ready to kickstart your day at Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park? If you weren't sure, you'll want to once you see this new bite. The salty-sweet combination has been taken to the next level with our stuffed pancake sandwich. Stuffed? It's filled with... Yeah, stuffed pancake sandwich. Okay. It's filled with sausage, Mm. guava paste, Mm. egg, and cheese. Guava um, isn't your thing. You can also get breakfast sandwich without it, so don't worry. Good. I don't know about you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the end of this is too funny. They say, I don't know about you, but this one's making my mouth water already. This new item will be available for breakfast at Drink Walla, Pongu Pongu, Trek Snacks, and Select Outdoor Vending Parks. That's interesting. Mm. Anything that has the word paste in it makes me think of glue. I'm good I, with I'm good with the guava paste. You, you go with guava. You've, paste. you've had guava paste before. I've had guava, so I mean, it can't be any. You know, different. Uh, I got to give it to Rachel because yeah. of her. We've been drinking that shipwreck on the rocks. That's guava. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's good. It is. I'm actually really interested in this one. I thought the Parks blog like did a goofy write up, but it sounds delicious. Is it enough Thank to you. get you to start your day at Animal Kingdom though? Ooh, no. <laughs> Unless that's my predetermined date. <laughs> Still not convinced. Can I, yeah. Can I ask Eric a question real quick? Eric, would you be in favor of a retheming of the Animal Kingdom? I mean, I guess. I, <laughs> I mean, I it's I just, okay if you're not. I mean, I'm not trying to pressure you, but you seem to have a strong dislike, and there, there are other I, people out dislike, there. Dislike is just. It's just not interested not interested. you know and like <laughs> pandora's cool love everest um you know I, dino land i actually like dino land even though it's you know camping it's gonna go away yeah 
but like trying to get to Rafiki is, you know, forget that. Like it's, it's too much of a, you want to make that, um, uh, oh my God, uh, Zootopia with the, the train going in and out to the city. Yeah. Fine. Sure. That'd be cool. That, you know, I like, I don't have a problem with IP in the parks. Like no I'm good with the change from it's tough to be a bug to, to, uh, Zootopia. Oh yeah. yeah. Zootopia. I mean like, yeah, it makes more sense to have <laughs> you had me it makes then. more sense to have the bugs in there, but that's also an old movie that, like, my kid has no connection to it. He doesn't know anything mm. about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, he, he doesn't care. He's no interest in it. Um, it. You know, I don't have a problem with change and updates, and I feel like where else is Utopia going to fit besides an animal kingdom? I feel like that's the appropriate park for it. Yeah. Hmm. It just We just don't bother most of the time going there, because it's just we're there for a couple of rides, and then we're out. Hmm. I do think Animal Kingdom does need a little TLC, and I, I think we all recognize that, and we're all hoping that it comes. True. I don't share. Just, I, I love going to Animal Kingdom. I, I, I don't yeah, feel like my vacation is complete without going to Animal Kingdom, but I am worried about them losing Dino Land. I am worried about. I, I love tough to be a bug. Like even if like my kid has never seen a bug's life. I just think that that show resonates well. Like if you didn't even know that movie, you don't need to know that movie to understand to enjoy that the, show. The, yeah, right. I see that. So, um, I am going to be bummed when that goes away, but we'll see what Zootopia does. I mean, mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah it's, you can hate it. You can love it, but you know, I, I think Rick Flair, you say the best, whether you like it or you don't like it, learn to love it. Cause it's best coming. Going to <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. look, I'm, I'm going to miss it like hell because I do think that that was a major, like how brave is my kid moment? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Taking your kid in like, Oh daddy, I can go on this. I can go on that. Okay, cool. Let's watch. It's tough to be a bug. <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, yeah, sick. Really. That's all? Right. We actually went in there, um, when we were down there, like whatever last week mm-hmm. and Hopper wasn't even there. That no happened. Yes. Yeah. Right yeah. before uh, we went there, I heard that Hopper wasn't working. Then we got there, and Hopper was working. And yes. then by the time we got back, it wasn't working all over again. That animatronic is just. Yeah. I, I guess that's just uh, the problem with these. You know, it just gets newer, old. Yeah. Yeah. These, yeah. these newer yeah. animatronics, they demand so much of them that they go offline. I mean, I mean, look at the Kylo Ren figure. How oh, often is that yeah. working nowadays? I mean, shoot. That's a damn shame. It's just too. red now. Yeah. B mode Ren. B mode. Yeah, I swear. Yeah. Ooh. Be happy you got on the ride and saw anything, mode. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There we go. Well said, Rachel. Well yes. said. Well, thanks, Rachel, for all that news, man. That's awesome. Great to hear. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, people take advantage of the discounts and uh, especially the park hopping aspect. So, yeah. Thanks for letting us uh, letting us know. Well, y'all, we hope you enjoy that journey of the podcast through the show as we talk about the journey of water. Look, magicourway.com is the way to go if you want to learn more about our social media links, past episodes, and more. Also, if you want to share your opinions or your experiences with Journey of Water, you can do so through the following ways. First of all, shoot us an email at show at magicourway.com or call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text us at 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. That is 1-815-MO-WEEKEND. 669-4226. And of course, we have a couple people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with real people and comics, not bots. Eli, what's up? Yes, uh, as always, uh, appreciate the support that you give to uh, Comics I Make, which can be found at ivorycomics.com. There you'll see all the products that I make. 48 pages, fully colored. The only ad for them is for this podcast. That includes Project Geisha, The Molly B. Dab, and Savages. And there's blogs and interviews. And, of course, there's a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat. You never miss the journey that will take you back and forth with a trip report or a movie review or anything else. So that's how Synergy is because that's how Walt would want it. So, yes, as always, I appreciate the port on ivorycomics.com. Uh, in social media, you can find me there. Facebook, Eli Jivey, that's me. And as long as you're a real person, it's always great to meet you. But if you're a bot, I cannot literally afford to greet you. I cannot afford you affecting my credit score, jacking anything up, unless you want to give me some money, Mr. Bot. <laughs> I got no time for you. I'm so sorry. That's about right. That. Turkey leg, $69. That's right. $69 all I got left. And a turkey leg with the original recipe. I hope that is worth it. Just mm. make sure you message him and say, 
I am not a bot. Yes. I just want to talk to you. Yes. I am not a bot. And a I thousand have, points of light. Mm. That's it. I, and I've had people mess with me that. I say, thank you. Because, you know, I, I get worried about that. Only one counts. Only, only one will count. So is AI uh, considered a bot? Yeah, totally. Okay, totally. About Until it. it takes over right. some sort of cyborg or something, mm. then, you know, and we don't know what we have after that. But yeah, I mean, totally, you know, got to watch out for that. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, man. Uh, also, uh, on Facebook, there's a Project Geisha fan page. So, of course, Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. On Instagram, I'm there as well, posting up hearts and likes. Uh, EIV504 is where you can find me. And of course, I'm always adding like uh, stories that we post on there uh, as well. And of course, on X, still not used to that. Yeah. You can find me there at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, you just bring me the gladness. Thank you very much. You know, they had a bunch of bots walking around Disneyland. Did y'all see that on the news? They had like the little Star Wars bots, the little tool bots, just kind of boop, 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 doing it. I did not, but uh, free roaming bots. Can I tell you something? I like big bots, and I cannot lie. What? Don't. what? Please don't. <laughs> yes, I want to know all that truth. All right. Just don't go chasing water bots, okay? No, never. Right. Who, look, <laughs> water bots, roll out. <laughs> <laughs> roll out. <laughs> and, of course, if you want to book a vacation so you, too, can contribute to the water cycle, you can do it with Rachel. Rachel, tell them how to do this. I would be honored to help your family book your vacation to Disney destinations, Universal, cruise lines, and major hotel brands around the world. Booking with me is at no extra cost to you. The cost of a travel agent is built into the cost of your vacation, whether you use one or not. And when you book with me, a little bit of your trip comes back to support the podcast and the fan community here at Magic Our Way. You can reach me at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, at magicourway.com, or you can find me at, at R, the letter R, Family Magic, so Our Family Magic, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also give me a call or a text. My phone number is 978-432-WISH. Reach out today and let's make some magic with your family vacation. So if you want to access all the info we just mentioned, go to magicarway.com forward slash about us. Also, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magic our way. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support this show. Any way in which you could support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are always welcome in the Magic Army podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, Mawigans, you just finished listening to show number 495, and we are getting ever so close to show number 500. We say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. Magic out. And you are. Bye!